four finger discount, dude. It's beginning to sound a lot like Christmas. Well, how many days late are we, Mr. Davis? <laughs> <laughs> We're about four days late. Merry post-Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to to one and all. We were supposed to... Well, welcome to the, uh, the 2000... No, it's 2022. You don't say 2020. There was a time where you're like, 2006. Now it's 2020. 2022. You don't say the 2000 anymore, do you? I think once you enter double figures on the back end... Yeah. That's when you start saying 20-something. Yeah, 2010 from onwards from that, yeah. yeah. But yeah, 2022. Anyone, who's, anyone who says 2007 is not to be trusted. <laughs> no, not at all, no. So it's the 2022 uh, four-finger discount Christmas special. Basically, this is just Guy and I turn the mics on and we just discuss our Christmas period. So basically, usually what we do is we record a show and then release it on Christmas Day. But we thought this year we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to experience Christmas <laughs> and then talk about our Christmas Day. So it's something a little bit different. But um, but yeah, we haven't we haven't been quite well. So if you've noticed in the last few podcasts that we've had the same new names read out, not new names, are the same um, Patreon shoutouts read out and blah, blah, blah. That's because back on the 9th, uh, Guy and I stopped recording. We recorded a whole month's worth of podcasts in like a week because Guy went to Bali for, uh, for, for, t- for 10 days, had a holiday, and we basically just went, look, let's just record the rest of the month's, um, rest of the year's podcast and then get it done. So we're a bit bit, um, we're a bit um, rough at the moment, aren't we? We're sort of going to get back into the swing of things. I haven't, I haven't been doing this for like, this is the longest I've gone without doing a podcast. It's It feels so strange because... I think usually we take like a one week break over Christmas, but we've how long since we've done a podcast? Three and a half weeks, nearly three weeks. <laughs> well, let's see. I mean, I was in Bali for nine days, and I've been back for about. Well, we stopped on the night. It's been it's been twenty days. We stopped on the ninth, so it's 29th today as we record this. So it's been twenty. So nearly three weeks since we. Oh had, my gosh! Since we've done a okay, show. Then. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the right answer. Nearly three weeks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, if we're a little if we're a little rusty, you know, we're just we're we're warming up. We're stretching those muscles. We're getting back into a we're getting podcast fit, yeah. as they say. But you know, on top of all that, not just you know, not just having a break for you know going to Bali with the lovely Louise and family, or you know celebrating Christmas with our families. Both Dando and I are well. You know, we've been wrestling with illness. Mm-hmm. We certainly have. So, guy got ba- uh, Bali Belly. Is that what it's called? I I think that's what it's referred to. Except I got it when I wasn't in Bali. <laughs> but you, you you probably caught it and then brought it back with you. Is what's happened? Because you got back. It's and a distinct like, possibility. I got the shits. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, and on at the most inopportune of times as well, because you know I was not going to spend my first Christmas with the lovely Louise's family. But the way it was going to work out was on Christmas Day, uh, there was going to be a big sort of celebration get-together at the home of Louise's ex-husband. Um, and, you know, everyone was, going to, everyone was going to be there. Lou and I were going to go down with, you know, Lou's kids and um, Lou's ex-husband and his new partner. Her kids were going to be there. In-laws were coming. It was going to be, a, you know, a, one big get-together. Guy was going to go in there and go, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to go and, you know, I was going to walk in and scream, Mortal Kombat! And, you know, then it was going to be on. Um, no, it was going to be really nice. Except, you know, I woke up Christmas morning, I'm like, right, psyched, getting ready, making Guy's famous pasta salad. Also... 
some of uh, have I ever talked about you know my favourite the dish that I that my mum makes for me that I love the most my that little egg and bacon the quiches thing. yeah yeah did she yeah, make little them? Egg and Cause, cause I was going to make them. Mary got the um. Got the COVID, didn't she? Mary, she? Mary got the COVID. 92, the duffer. <laughs> anyway. Shouldn't be out hitting the home house on a Saturday night. She'll, she'll I know. teach her. <laughs> She's out there, you know, racking up lines and, you know, sharing drinks. No, no. Um, but she she is on the mend as well. I, I speak with her on the regular and uh, <laughs> she'll hate me for saying this. Her voice sounded like when I when I put on my old man voice. That's what she sounded like. So oh, really? oh, she's not well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's much better. She is. Uh, she's good. on the mend uh, every day, but doing well for someone of of her, her vintage. You might say. Yeah, yeah. Ninety two is a solid innings. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I woke up on Christmas Day and I was like, yep, psyched, getting ready to make the uh, the egg and bacon's, making a lovely pasta salad, you know, and um, I'll go along and I'll put me uh, put my game face on and. Uh, Show the lovely Louise's uh, circle of uh, circle of relatives that you know she may not have picked an absolute dud. Um, <laughs> you picked the dud. Uh, hey, she picked one half a four finger discount. It's nowhere near she, a dud. Exactly <laughs> right. She got the two finger discount. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then about halfway through, I'm like, hey, I'm not feeling so hard. Excuse me, while I rush up to the bathroom. <laughs> and then uh, there was a, a fair bit more of that. I and I was breaking out in a cold sweat and. I had to I had to call Lou and say, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I think I'm yeah I'm I'm feeling like absolute garbage. Um, really, you just wanted to stay home and eat all those quiches yourself, right? That's true. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, you're I sitting there going, <laughs> this giant pile of quiches in front of you. I'm on the phone, like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> oh, that bacon! <laughs> <laughs> you can really you can really taste the barley belly. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I, did, I fortunately all this food had been made, and I was you know very assiduously cleaning myself while I was doing it all the time. I was like, here's a pasta salad, here's a mac and bacon. You can throw them out if you like. I don't think they're infected. Um, yeah, no one would have went anywhere near those foods, right? They were they were the first to go apparently. Oh, awesome. to okay. Although Lou made me um, massaging my ego a little bit. She might have just dumped her by the side of the road when she got her. <laughs> she in put the him court. in your. She put him in your bin on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> no, a for effort, guy. Nice work. Um, anyway, so I'm. I've spent the le- the next few days in and out of bed, just you know, sleeping and sweating essentially, and groaning and moaning. Um, so that was my Christmas. That's a usual. Uh, that's a usual warning, though, right? That's <laughs> that's usually Boxing Day. Um, but no, feeling much, uh, much, much better now. That's good. I think I've got it all out of my system. So, um, yeah, feeling pretty good. But then, you know, uh, and Dan was in touch saying, you know, we, re- we need to record something for the listeners. And I'm like, oh, man, we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, we, need to give them, we, we, we can't not do a Christmas special. It's, a, That's it's, tra- it's tradition. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, the plan was, you know, I was getting back from Bali. 22nd. The 22nd? Yeah. Yeah. But of course, I don't know if Australian listeners or worldwide listeners know the state of play with Australian airlines, particularly when and when it comes to travelling to and from Bali, um, a lovely, a, a preferred destination for Australian holidaygoers. They're messing up so much. Yeah, it's not a, going too well at all. But it's happening everywhere. But I know in the states, it's because of the um, the blizzards that are happening. Yeah, the world's but front, honestly, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
things are going off the rails slightly. Yeah. Can, uh, Everyone's like, t- oh, like, like, like global warming thing. You know, might have been out of something right there. <laughs> there might be. There might be something to it. Uh, so in, t- in turbulent times like these, turn to your pals at Four Finger Discount. You know, we're rock solid in these times. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I got back. Well, sorry, no, that was the thing I was about to say about this Bali thing. There was one yesterday. A play, the, the, the flight is about six hours from Melbourne to Bali. These guys made it almost to Bali and then, you know, they realised they hadn't filed the paperwork or something because they'd changed planes. And Bali said, you're not allowed to land here. You, got, you didn't file the right paperwork. They had to fly back to Australia. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this, is, this was on the news. They got to Bali and had to fly back. They, they got within like half an hour of Bali and they said, no, no, you, you, this, that's incorrect. You have to, you can't land here. How long is the flight? So do you fly it's, to it's WA. five or six hours. Do you fly from you fly to WA first, right, and then you fly there? Is that right? Um, it's it's all you you're sort of flying over the top end of Western Australia and, and Northern Territory. Oh, so you don't get off and on in WA? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, it's a one stop. It's a uh, one stop flight. Well, six hours isn't too bad, I guess. It's not terrible. It's fucking annoying though. If you're just about to just about to land on your holiday, and all of a sudden they're like, no, nah, go back. Yeah, sorry, nice try. <laughs> You've got to go all the way back. That sucks so much. Well, but so anyway, we, 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 keep going. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, that, but that, no, that was I wasn't on flights like that. But on the flight that we were on out of Bali, first we heard reports as like, oh, they're all a bit delayed. And you know, in the days leading up to our departure, there was one that was eight hours late, and there was one that was like two hours late departing. And we were like. <laughs> Come on, two hours. <laughs> in the end, we were fo- we were delayed by four hours getting out, so a bit of a drag. And we didn't get in until like one in the morning, and then we didn't get back home to Geelong until like three in the morning. Well, we were going to record the Christmas, and we were going to record 23rd, that next day on the twenty third. Yeah. yeah, and it just wouldn't have happened because a I forgot that I'd booked in with my old man to help him mow some lawns on the twenty third because everyone's like in the last week. Um, can you please mow my lawn today for me, please? One of those was me. Yeah. <laughs> At least you gave us some heads up. I was like, right, I'm going to be re- mowing on the last day, like 23rd. I thought, guys, lawn will be nice and mowed for Christmas Day. I'm assuming that's what you wanted it mowed for, for, for the Christmas Day or whatever. Um, oh, just any time. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. my mum was coming up to feed the cat. And she said, do you ever mow your lawn? I said, I've got a, I've got a bloke coming to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we thought we'd do it on the last day. That way it'd be nice and fresh for Christmas Day. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I was mowing lawns on the 23rd, so it just didn't happen. But the plan is eventually is we're going to start doing occasionally, maybe even just do it quarterly to start with, doing like live shows with the patrons, like live in calls and things like that, just for something fun to do. But I've still just got to work out the schematics of it all. I've pretty much got it all down pat, but just things came up. There was illnesses. There was you know, delayed plane flights. There was double double booking myself with my old man because, you know, he had to go to lawns Christmas. Like Christmas Day. <laughs> Lost the game. I thought, you know what? Let's just do something different this year and not fucking cram one in on the 23rd. Let's do it after Christmas Day and then we can talk about our Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to all you listeners out there. I hope you had a fantastic uh, Christmas Day or however you celebrate this festive season. Happy holidays to you all. Guy, how was your Christmas Day? I know you said that you were feeling like shit, but what did Santa bring you? Did he, did he bring you anything? Was there anything under the tree when you woke up besides a shit? <laughs> It was just a shit. No, no, no. Um, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, the, the Davis family Christmas. I mean, I mentioned uh, the lovely Louise and her uh, her family and all that. Well, that was going to be the morning thing for us. And then, in the, and then in the afternoon, we were going to go down to the seaside town of St. Leonard's, where my sister Margot lives in a lovely house with her husband, Mark. 
Uh, we've done Christmas there before. It's always really, really nice. Margot had COVID before Christmas, then Mark had it. So that was off the table. Uh, and then mum got COVID and everyone was kind of like, are we going to do anything? Do we, you know... One of my other sisters was like, well, look, we'll have it in my place. People can sort of come in and out and all that kind of stuff. And then I got sick and I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Yes. So, and then my dad got uh, COVID as well. He got tested positive on Christmas morning. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. So he came over here. We opened up the presents. And then he messaged us like an hour later. I just tested positive for COVID. Meanwhile, I'd worked with him all day on the Friday. I'm just like, oh, fuck me. But I felt Here's fine. Here's my present to you. But yesterday, yesterday, I felt, it got about seven o'clock and I went, I don't think I can stay awake Nicola I'm like I feel really unwell and I walked up to the bedroom and I remember walking down the hallway and then I woke up at 8 o'clock this morning I don't oh remember gosh. anything I was so unwell I just I was just done and today I'm just like I've I, I'm like, I've got COVID I've definitely got COVID I'm I'm queasy I feel like run down I have lost my appetite but I did a test before and no I'm negative mm. but um it could be a delayed delayed uh, positive test who knows we're gonna keep testing myself but fucking Maybe. COVID man it's just going around again <laughs> It really is, you know, and uh, Lou said something, you know, very valid. She's, you know, people are saying, oh, well, you know, they're treating it like a cold. And no, it, it's COVID. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. uh, you know, you can say, oh, well, it's out there and, you know, oh, so many people have got it now. Well, let's just treat it like a cold. No, treat it like the disease that it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's no fun to have. So, so I hope um, you listeners out there, I hope none of you were unwell. But yeah, basically that's why this has been delayed for a week because we've just both been unwell. <laughs> it's just been that, just d- delay after delay for various reasons. And I also thought that the um the kids go back to daycare today. And they got wake up this morning, Nicola's like, Oh my god, who's taking the kids to daycare? And she goes, What do you mean? I said, uh it's no, it's eight o'clock, they're gonna go to daycare soon. She goes, They go back next Thursday. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> so another week so it's just been a, ha- a a balance of you know trying to get all this editing done whilst having two fucking mad children running around the house but we're here anyway Christmas special did Santa actually bring you anything um Santa yes oh uh, well it's, I mean the lovely Louise when she came to pick up uh, the dishes that I made for the family gathering said here's two things <laughs> so I mean um she got me a very nice bottle of whiskey, which I was very happy about. Uh, a book that I was uh, looking forward to reading uh, called Life's Work by a gentleman named David Milch. David Milch is a uh, sort of TV writer. He created the great uh, TV series Deadwood. Ah, cool. And yeah, this is um, this is a really good autobiography that I'm, uh, I've just started reading and really digging. He's got a really fascinating life, so I'm very into that. Um, also, because I'm a big bookworm. Her kids banded together and got me a voucher, fifty dollar voucher to Cook and Young Bookstore in Geelong. Yeah, it used so, to be um, Dimmicks. Now it's Cook and Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and they've got a good range. So I'll be looking forward to going in there and uh, raiding the shelves at some stage. What else? And I believe there are a few other things lurking around. Um, I haven't got my KK present from my sister Margot, my Chris Kringle okay. present from my sister Margot, and. I'm sure there's one or two other things out there with my name on it, but no, I did it right. Oh, and um, Lou's brother John also got me a bottle of whiskey. So wow. I, I, am, I am predictable. I am easy to buy for. That's Booze the best kind books. of person, though. Very easy to buy for. You don't care if you get the same shit every year. It's what you want. That's all that matters. I saw something on Twitter. God, and we need to start bingo for how many times Guy prefaces a sentence with, I'm sure something on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but it was like, oh, and it was meant to be a sledge. It was like... Men will be happy if you get them this. And it's like, you know, socks, whiskey, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, 
I would be perfectly happy with a combination of some or all of these. Yeah. So, you know, don't be calling me basic. These rock. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we are able to do this in person, I was going to show you what I got you for Christmas. I keep forgetting oh to give gosh. it to you. I was supposed to give it to you before. I forgot to put it out again. Hey, give me one second. I'll hold it up for, okay. the, for the video for you. This is, uh, this is an opportunity for me to say what I got for the Dando family. Uh, I'll tell... Oh, Dando has walked away from the mic at the moment and his headphones, so we can't hear what I'm saying. But I picked him up a present in uh, in Bali for him and the for Brandon and the Dando family in general. Uh, probably the, a, a dreadful present. Uh, and the circumstance behind me getting it was actually kind of... Um, Fun, interesting, and semi-humiliating, but we'll get to that in just a sec. Dano's probably going to edit all this out anyway. And here he is. He's easing back into the chair, putting his headphones back on. I was talking that whole time. And I could hear a voice, and I was like, do I... Because I've got, like, a video of wrestling playing on the background here. I'm like, do I have the wrestling audio playing in the background of this podcast? I freaked out for a second there, but no. <laughs> um, all right, so here, well, here's what we have. Okay, all right, so the first things first is I got you and Louise together a combined present, a, a gift voucher for Mind Body Salt. So you can never stop. Oh my gosh! Okay. Oh, thanks, man. That's no, lovely. No worries. Uh, this one here is Miles Davis, kind of blue on vinyl. Holy shit! Oh my god! You're a big Miles Davis fan, right? He's alright. <laughs> and kind of blue is just the, you know, it's kind of blue. <laughs> the, the the best jazz album ever made. Yes. <laughs> and it's a oh my um, gosh. It's a, and it's a it's a blue vinyl as well. And I got you this. It's a custom. Four finger discount guys notes notebook for when we do the podcast. Oh my god! And when you open it up, the first thing it says is, "Hey Ma, how about some cookies?" <laughs> and then you go to that page, and it's like, "No dice." And on the back page, this ain't over. <laughs> oh my! I'm gonna I'm gonna start crying. Honestly, <laughs> folks, this man get on his good side because he is the best giver of gifts. The three wise men can suck it. You know, um, gold frankincense and myrrh is shit compared to what uh, compared to what Dando gets his buddies. My man, thank you so much. That's honestly, that is incredibly sweet and thoughtful. Thank you so, so very, very much. <laughs> I was telling the listeners while you were away in something that you'll probably edit out. Um, no, just I about what I, what I got you from from Bali. I <laughs> have <laughs> the big tank things. We haven't tried them on yet. Well, I looked. At, I, we're going to take them to a pool party, and then but then one of the people got fucking COVID, so we couldn't go. So. Oh my god! <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, but I really want. I've never had a Bing Tang tank top ever. I really wanted one. I, I, I personally hope they all fit. But here's the thing: we were uh, we were staying in a, in a, a section of Bali called Changu, uh, but pretty much every section of Bali has its roadside stalls that sell you know knockoff clothing, shoes, sunglasses, all that kind of business. And Lou's kids wanted to pick up various things. Um, her elder son wanted to get a. Now, is it Messi or Messi? Or Messi? Um, Lionel Messi? I know. The, the, yeah, the Lionel Messi is the, um, the soccer player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wanted to get a, a jersey because the World Cup was on and he was sort of supporting He finally won team. his championship and that. Yeah, yeah, All that kind of business. And I thought, well, what, oh, while I'm here, this would be, you know, a fun sort of quote-unquote gag gift. It would be a good photo opportunity. I want, you know, all the dandos to have their own little bintang yeah. singlet to, to wear at some stage. So... I'm grabbing them off the shelf and thinking, how big is Holly now? Eh, she's probably like this. <laughs> you know? so, so she's probably going to be. And then I saw her when we got back from Bali and it's like, oh, she's a lot bigger than I remember. Oh, you're, you're a kid now. 
Oh, that's right. You're a child. You can walk. <laughs> I'm, sure, um, I'm sure it'll fit her. And if it doesn't fit her, she'll still rock it somehow. We'll work something out. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing when you go to these stalls is there's a lot of uh, haggling that goes on, a lot of negotiation and bargaining. And my style is what we might call non-confrontational. <laughs> I was just like... I'll give you some money for it. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. I don't want to haggle. I don't want to talk to you. I just want to give you money and go. This is, this is too cheap. Take more. Take more. <laughs> Essentially, that's and plus there's a good serve of white guilt that comes with being white guy. So um, I think he he said some, uh, but I knew I, I knew I had to haggle. So he said some price, and you know, and, and I'm also doing the currency nego- uh, currency conversion in my head, and I'm saying no, no, no. I'll pay this much. And then he went up a bit, and I went, yeah, yeah. I, my initial starting point was way too high. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's – Lou and Lou's kids were looking at me like, you ever seen those those Looney Tune cartoons where um, um, someone turns into like a big uh, chuppa-chup and it's a sucker on it? Yes. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> – I mean, I look. It's naff to tell you the price that I pay for this, but I essentially paid twenty dollars per singlet. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Sure, okay. Yeah. Which I thought was like well, that's not bad. You should have yeah, paid like five dollars. <laughs> I should have paid like ten tops. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all looking look at me like, "Don't let guy negotiate anymore." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. Or if we get kidnapped, don't let guy negotiate the ransom. <laughs> but anyway, uh, did you get kidnapped whilst yeah, so, you were in there? So tell us about Bali. How was Bali? Bali was nice. Yeah, Bali was really lovely. I mean, um, Lou and I had been before um, back in 2019, just prior to going on the way back. No, not with children. Interesting uh, wrinkle. No, no, no. Um, But yeah, the last time we went, we were on our way back. And one of the last things we saw on CNN before we got on the plane was like, hmm, new virus out of China, (laughs) maybe trouble. I'm like, oh, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Bad luck, China. (laughs) (laughs) They're just just like, you don't have to quarantine anymore and the world's like, the fuck you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, we had a really nice time. We uh, booked a, a lovely villa in this uh, place called Chengu. Yep. Uh, it had a pool. It had like, you know, four stories. Everyone had their own rooms and separate areas and all that kind of thing. How many days in, because it happens on every holiday, how many days in until there was like some sort of like tension in the room? There's, whenever you're living, in, living in, in like a villa, there's always that one day where it gets to the point where everyone's just like, I'm sick of seeing you guys. Like, wh- wh- how long did it take? Twelve hours. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's usually the same night you, you bust out the board games and everyone's like, I don't want to play board games. Like, we're playing a fucking Oh, no, game. we weren't doing any of that business. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I think we'd been around each other long enough to know that we all sort of like each other's space and all that. And occasionally we would collaborate on things. You know, we'd be, go out and enjoy the pool or, you know, but there also be times where it's like, okay, today we're doing this. Today we're going to this part of, you know, of Bali. So so be prepared, and we're leaving it this time, and we're doing this and that. And oh, I don't want it when we're doing it, you know. And uh, um, look, I, I won't say that it was ice cream and rainbows the whole time, but no, we respected each other's space and respected each other enough that you know we weren't sort of. It wasn't tense. Oh, occasionally it was tense, but mostly it was great. Yeah, that's awesome. I've never been to Bali. I don't really have any intention of going to Bali, but I can see the. I can see why people go because it's just everything's cheap, right? Partially, yes. I mean, I don't think you really... I mean, you wouldn't go there for shopping, shopping. 
I mean, you'd go there if you wanted to buy knockoffs or something like that. But uh, food is actually, you know, pretty inexpensive, and a lot of it, and a lot of it's quite good. I mean, oh, I'm going to be the worst person for the barley tourism industry because I'm like, almost every meal I was going, man, this is all right, that's <laughs> okay. I mean. The kids would ask me, how's that? And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Uh, and it wasn't maybe until the last three days. I'm like, that was really good. That was a good meal. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what kind of cuisine? What, what are we eating when you're in Bali? A bit of everything. Yeah, because it's because it's such a, a tourism centre. You know, it's got... I'm feeling I mean, like a lot of like, tacos on the beach kind of thing. Here's but, the thing. Yeah. Yeah, there were one or two nights when we were like, oh, we can't even be asked walking out the front door and going across the street to where there was three restaurants in the same building opposite us. Uh, let's just order something. You know, it was raining. It was kind of miserable. And That's sometimes we the best time, though, when you just order in. you just out on holiday, just eating in, watching TV or whatever. It's, I know it's what you yeah. do at home, but it's just sometimes you just need that day of just doing nothing. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's what we wanted the whole holiday to be as well. It's like, you know, we'll, we're in this country. The kids haven't been here before. We'll go to some, you know, interesting areas and check out some tourist spots. But, of course, there's going to be other days where it's like, no, we're doing nothing today. You know, bring your book, bring your iPad. We're just going to sit around the pool. Yeah. And, you know, there were days when we did that. Uh, but, you know, there's one night we were basically logged onto the um, Balinese version of drive, um, uh, Deliveroo or Uber Eats or whatever. And we were looking, uh, do you want Mexican? Let's get Mexican in. We finally got this, I think it was called Casa Taco or something, <laughs> like Casa Bonita or whatever. Uh, and um, we took one moment like, Holy shit, this is some of the best Mexican we've ever had. This is fantastic. <laughs> you know, we were all like, can we stay in tomorrow night and have Mexican again? <laughs> <laughs> but no, we had a we had a, a really, really great time. Let's see, what did I do? Well, well we went to this uh, place called Ubud, which is kind of a, an area that's on the a bit of the come up. You've got a lot of uh, sort of neo hippies are setting up shop there, you know, setting up yoga studios and whatever. Uh, but it's got lovely tropical um rainforests and rice paddies and all that kind of stuff. Uh, a monkey forest, it was actually called Monkey Forest that we went to. A monkey sat in my lap, which was very nice. I so. saw you did a giant <laughs> swing or something. I did a giant swing. There was, Were yeah. you strapped in that? Because you didn't look strapped in. No, no, I was strapped in. Yeah, they oh, do a lot of strapping. God, I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> so we all did the um, we all did the big swing and um, two of Lou's kids did the zipline thing. I wanted to do the zipline. I was deemed too well fed. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you... <laughs> they were trying to be diplomatic. It's like, and so how much do you wear? Do you wear more than this? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm afraid you can't do a zipline. <laughs> oh, here's the other thing. When we were at the at the uh, zipline and big swing place, this snake came slithering past. I'm like, oh, wow, it's a snake. All the Balinese people started jumping up on benches. It's a cobra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I'm going to back away from that there. It moved so incredibly quickly and in really? so many different directions. Like, holy shit. Yeah, those things, those things are dangerous as anything. And it's a cobra. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like they're saying it's a snake. It's a cobra. Yeah, cobras. Um, You don't want to mess with cobras. They're the most deadly of all snakes. Are well, um, One off, they're at least. Yeah, absolutely. I'd never seen one before, so I was like, ah. I haven't seen a snake in real life for a long time. When we used to go hunting a lot, I used to always see snakes and things like that. I sort of got desensitized to it to the point where I'd just like, I'd be sort of standing there as a kid and there's a snake just going past. And all my friends would be freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's just a snake. I'm probably lucky I didn't die when I was a kid. But <laughs> but anyway, um, but our Christmas so, um, day went really well. We hosted. Um, yeah. 
we had 22 people here, I believe. So it was just madness. Plus, I spoiled the kids, or we spoiled the kids this year. I found, I I say we, I need to not spoil the kids so much at Christmas because the morning is just chaos. (laughs) I forgot how much wrapping paper there is on Christmas morning. Oh, boy. It was not good. I saw a great meme this week. I'm not sure what it's from, but it's an African-American guy. Like, look, kind of looks like, um, is it Bunk or the guy from The, the Wire? He's, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know the guy I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, it looks like him anyway. He's looking from behind a tree, kind of like a, like, look at his lips like he oh, can't Oh, the guy in the yellow suit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy there. Yeah. But it says, <laughs> me looking at my half-empty 70-year-old neighbor's bin on Christmas. <laughs> I'm boxing that. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of rubbing their hands again. Yeah. Mm. Like, like, I'm going to be filling <laughs> yeah. that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just um, we were just filling up bins down the street with all the wrapping paper. But yeah, we had a good Christmas oh day. Oh, God. I was, I was telling Mitch, because um, I was talking to Mitch earlier this week, how usually on Christmas night, people come back to our place and we play like cards or we play board games or something like that. And this year, everyone was just like, oh, I'm pretty tired. I'm just going to go home. I was like, ah. Oh. And it sort of dawned on me. I finally, it, it hit me. Oh, everyone's getting old. You know, mm. like they're, they're <laughs> it's, you know, they're, they're, they're sick. My parents are 60 now. They, they're getting old. Plus, he had to do my lawn the day before. So. Yeah, we, fuck, man. We're both there for like over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I said to you. <laughs> I said to you before I left, it's like, it's. I've had to go at it with the whippersnapper, but I had to let it go for a little while. And then while I was away, you know, I think we had some really heavy rainy days and then some really hot days. So it just turned into an absolute jungle. <laughs> but yeah, so all in all, I was already rooted from um, <laughs> from mowing lawns on the 23rd. But yeah, Christmas Day, it was just um, it was just a really, I want to say the, probably the most subdued Christmas I've had in a long time, which is odd because we had a two and four-year-old who were really into Christmas. Yeah. But everyone else in the family is just old and just went home at like one thirty, two o'clock and... After that, it was just like, oh, so this is just it. No one else is here anymore. Okay. I'm just so used to a, a house full of people. And this year, it was just yeah. after two o'clock. No, it's just empty. I'm like, oh, here's what it is. It was different. Yeah. Oh, well, you would have had a chance to sort of mellow out a little bit, though. It was, mean, good. I, it was good for the I, kids. I, yeah, for the I kids to then just sit down and play with their toys and just play with True. them properly. Because Elliot, at one point during lunchtime, he's like, I go into my room to lay down. Like he was, it was just, it was too much for him. It was just too many people. So he went to his room and just laid down. But um, but what did you do the night before? What did you do on Christmas Eve? Did I do it that night? Well, yeah, because uh, Lou and I had spent nine days in each, in each other's pockets, we were uh, just sort of doing our own things. I mean, I was, uh, you know, uh, wrapping gifts and um, I went out to get ingredients for all this, uh, all this food that I was going to make and everything like that. And plus I was really tired. You know, our, our, like I said, our flight had got in at... Um, uh, we'd got back to Geelong at like three in the morning. Plus, I don't know if I should be telling this story. <laughs> it's not that bad. Everything had gone relatively well. You know, our flight had left late, but we'd we made it through um, customs and that relatively quickly. We all we got all our bags. Everything was good because you know we'd heard so many horror stories about you know oh, your luggage might end up wherever or whatever. We made it back to Geelong. Lou dropped me off. She backs out of my driveway, and I hear this little. I'm like, oh, oh, she must have, like, you know, gone off the off the curb or something. And then I looked out, and I could see that this guy who really shouldn't be parking opposite, so close to my driveway. Is he on your side or the other little, side? Other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not great. The parking situation in my neighbourhood is not great. Um, she's reversed into this guy who's got a brand new, a brand new sort of sporty car, 
and she's hit his front fender and put a sizable dent in it. She's ruined his midlife crisis. Essentially, oh, I met the guy a couple of uh, the next day, I think, and or and um. Anyway, sorry, I'll get to that bit. It's like three in the morning. We're looking around, going, "No one would know." <laughs> <laughs> you could just leave. So, oh, <laughs> no, I've never seen this side of you before. <laughs> Ooh, you're so the dangerous. Boy. <laughs> the liar. No, no, no. Um, I think we both I entertained it for like a second, and then we went. Just leave him a note. It yeah. become like the, said, the beating heart, the telltale heart. <laughs> yeah, the, no. the guilt will just play on you. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's Christmas time. You know, you got to do right. Yes. Um, so I said, I'll write him a note in the morning, and I'll. Yeah, she said, look, leave. Yeah, leave. <laughs> leave my details. We'll get it all sorted out. So I wrote him a note the next day. I put in this thing. He came to see me. <laughs> Oh, I've just I've just moved into this flat. Oh yeah, not a great flat. Oh yeah, the parking's terrible. Oh, I just bought this car. It's a new car. I'm like Jesus Christ, you tiny Tim here, just tugging at my heartstrings. <laughs> but you know what can what can I do, pal? You shouldn't. Have. Yeah, <laughs> I told your grandma she shouldn't have looked at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're getting grandma. that sorted out. <laughs> we're getting that sorted out as well. But oh wow. Um, but the night before, um. Yeah, but anyway, no, I got got in at 3 a.m. Another thing was my ex-wife, who I remained you know, quite friendly with, was in Geelong and she was leaving that morning. Her flight was like 7 a.m. This was the only window we were going to have to actually see one another. So she came by the house at 4 a.m. We had a cup of coffee and, um, and a quick catch-up and, you know, she said how she was doing and all that and uh, wished her a Merry Christmas. She took off. And then I kind of got some sleep and then I had to go out and get some presents and all this other kind of thing. So the night before Christmas was spent in the most traditional of fashions, watching Die Hard. I was going to say, you were, I know you were tweeting about Die Hard at one point. <laughs> I It's like, uh, I'm only human and I know I'm one of those, I'm, I'm a dreadful sort of film snob who like, yeah, I know everyone's saying that Die Hard's a Christmas film now. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, why don't you watch, you know. <laughs> Why don't you watch a lethal weapon, which also takes place at Christmas, um, which it does. Um, but end up watching Die Hard. Now, I hadn't seen Die Hard in so long, and I was like, I think there's a reason why. I mean, because I loved it so much back in the day. I really loved Die Hard. I thought it was such a great movie, and I still do. But I hadn't watched it for a very long time, and I was watching it on Christmas Eve. Going, yeah, there's a reason this is a classic. This is this is a Swiss watch. It's just so movie, awesome, man. isn't it? <laughs> And it's just full of oh, Rickman's just like the greatest as 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 Gruber. He really is, and like I said on Twitter, it it works because Rickman thinks he's the hero. Rickman yeah. thinks he's in Ocean's Eleven. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just love um, the part. Where like, oh my god, you're one of them. <laughs> like the way just yeah. the, 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 the quick thinking. I'm like, oh, I love this guy. I actually asked yeah. this I asked this question earlier the week. Who's it? Because we watch Love Actually. Nicholas' favorite film is Love Actually, right? Hmm. Who's a bigger heel, Gruber? Snape or Alan Rickman in Love Actually? Oh god, um, it's uh, it's got to be Love Actually. It's got to be Love Actually, right? <laughs> Even though it does buying it, does buy, he actually no, does he buy, actually cheat on Emma Thompson? If she or didn't catch him, sort of, if she didn't catch him, though, who's to say? But did he actually? I mean, we can talk about the logistics of an emotional affair or emotional infidelity or anything like that. But uh, did he, yeah, I don't know. It's still it's scummy behaviour. Don't do that to Emma Thompson. No. <laughs> Emma Thompson, just Emma Thompson. <laughs> Other ladies, whatever. Yeah, yeah I, was, um, I remember watching it and I was just like, I forgot how much of a fucker he was in this movie. 
<laughs> um, love, love actually though. It's so weird because Nicola obviously watches it every Christmas Eve. It's so weird seeing uh, Walking Dead guy with an accent. The British oh, accent. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's Rick, Rick from Walking Dead. I'm just like, yeah, this Andrew is not, Lincoln, this yeah. is, isn't right. I can't, you're so, you're so ingrained in my brain as Rick from Walking Dead that I can't, I can't hear you with a British accent. It's too strange. You know, one of the weirdest things I found out about Love Actually recently, uh, there's like five years difference. And I've got to, I've really got to triple check the facts on this because it doesn't seem right. But there's something like five years difference between Kira Knightley and Liam Neeson's son, the little kid who does the the run at the airport at the end. Really? I always thought, that's so weird. No, because he looks like he's like 10. I thought, yeah, I think the kid's meant to be like 14, but Kira Knightley's meant to be like 19 or something. I meant I meant to be. She wasn't 19. Yeah. Though. I suppose, how old was she in 2003? No, no, Kira Knightley was actually 19. I think her character's meant to be maybe a little older. Kira Knightley. Let's look that up just real quickly. So she would have been in 2003. She was born in 85, so she would have been, fuck, yeah. 18. And I think Thomas Sangster or Thomas Brody Sangster, who's grown up to be quite a good actor, actually. Uh, yeah, he's only like 14 or 13 or something. Now, before we um, we go, I'm getting the, um, the wind-up, as, as seems to happen when, um, <laughs> when there's two kids running around mad at the house. Nicola needs, um, needs a helping hand. But um, before we go today, since it's the end of the year, I wanted to ask you, since you are the movie man, what movies are you most looking forward to next year? Which one should, oh, we, which one should, we, look, should we be looking out for the most, do you think? That's a really good question. Because uh, I personally am looking forward to seeing the Spielberg film, The Favourments. True, yes. Which, or, which bombed at the d- box office, which is a real shame. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I keep putting in my Jerry Lewis voice. Right? The Favourments, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but so many so many films seem to be failing at the box office now. Is it just a post-COVID world? I don't know. Because I was looking up Knives Out, the sequel before, and even that tanked. It lost like... It cost like $40 million budget, only brought in like 16 at the box office. Well, the thing for that is uh, it was bought by Netflix. Okay. They bought the rights. Ah. Yeah. They bought the rights to make not one but two Knives Out sequels. And Glass Onion has been released. Uh, that's the, the new one. Yeah. They gave it a quick release in cinemas. I think Ryan Johnson, who, who made it, it's like, it'd be nice if we'd show this in cinemas. I mean, the first one did pretty well in cinemas, don't forget. And... I think it was released very briefly and did, you know, you say you didn't make a lot of money. I think for the amount of time it was in cinemas, it actually did all right. That makes sense, and, yeah. And when it was released on Netflix, I think maybe the day before Christmas? 23rd. Oh, so is that when it came? Because Mitch was telling me that it came out the 23rd, but I thought that just because it already had a cinema run and then now it's on Netflix. I didn't realise yeah. it was bought by Netflix. No, no, no. They, it was, yeah, d- designed to be released on Netflix. Okay. But they, they said, oh... Let's see how it goes in cinema. A lot of people are scratching their heads and saying, you could have left in cinemas a bit longer. Yeah. I think, I think you could have made yourself a little bit of- in, in cinemas. Yeah. Could have made yourself a little bit of money there. So um, I, I watched it. I, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Knives Out, which okay. I enjoyed. Uh, I thought Glass Angel was pretty good. Yeah, Daniel Craig's great fun in it. And yeah, there's some good fun in it as well. A lot of other good things to enjoy in it, but yeah, not quite as much fun as the first one. Look, it's a really good question about what's coming out next year. Let's, let's, let's have a look. I'll just do a quick um, yeah. Google 2023 films. I'm looking forward to seeing that one with um with Adam. What's his face from Star Wars? Adam, who plays Kylo Adam? Ren? Adam Driver. Um, Adam Driver. The 65. Oh yeah, it's got fucking dinosaurs in it. Everyone's like, wait, a, a Jurassic Park movie? That's not Jurassic Park. This looks fucking awesome. <laughs> that does actually look pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh, so we've got um, Wonka. Wonka? It's like a Wonka prequel with Timothy Chalamet as young Wonka. Oh, okay. From the director of Paddington. Oh, well, that's, that's in good hands, at least. Well, yeah, I like the Paddington movies very much. I still haven't seen them. Can you believe it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, the, gather the kids. They'll love them. Yeah, everyone tells me Paddington 2 has like one of the saddest scenes of all time. Uh, Maybe it's Paddington 1. Oh, apparently there's like some scene where it's just like so touching and so moving that you're just like, yeah. I thought that. I, yeah, there's a bit in Paddington 2 that always makes me tear up a little okay. bit. But in, in a very nice way, because it's not like, oh, my God, this is grueling. It's probably like, oh, this is so, not so nice. Um, we've, got the, we've got Indiana Jones 5. I think that's maybe what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty awesome. Super, the Super Mario movie looks pretty um, looks pretty impressive. Mm, yeah, if you're in a Super Mario, which I'm, I'm not necessarily, but, uh, you know, horses for courses. Guardians of the Galaxy Ma- 3. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be sort of... I feel like that's the last... The last proper Marvel film that's going to do well, I think, because no one gives mm. a shit about the new wave of Marvel films. It's just... They peaked at Endgame, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, it's just not the same anymore. They kind of did. It feels like they're... I think they're smart people at Marvel and I think they're regrouping and they've bought back a lot of properties that I think they'll be able to then start uh, start working on. I mean, Fantastic Four and probably X-Men as well. I think they'll you know reboot those with the whole new cast and, and see how that goes. They are making Deadpool 3, but yeah, I'm not really that interested. Even- I'm, I'm not interested. Like Deadpool 1 was cool because it was, it was a novelty, but even by Deadpool 2, I'm like, I don't need any more Ryan Reynolds in my life. <laughs> Not really, no. And I mean, I, I really dug Ryan Reynolds for a while there, but I, now it's just yeah. like... It just got to a point where I got so sick of seeing, oh my God, him and Blake Lively are like the greatest couple. I'm like, fuck, just fuck <laughs> off. I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, something I read, you know, they were talking about... Oh, because they're bring, uh, Hugh Jackman's bringing back Wolverine for Deadpool 3. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, yeah, they just... Oh, they hate each other. The, oh, the dynamic between these two. Like, oh, they can't... You mean like Ryan Reynolds and every other character in every other movie that he does? Like, yeah. You mean like Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin in Deadpool 2? So, yeah, this doesn't strike me as exactly novel, pal. He's, he's <laughs> not, he, has, he hasn't got a very big range, has he, Ryan Reynolds? If he does, he's not tapping into it all that much. No, I mean, he needs to do a proper dramatic role. I mean, I really dug him in the one, is it called Buried, where he gets buried alive? Yeah. That movie's dark. Yeah. yeah, and he can certainly act. Yeah, of course, I mean, he can. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, God bless the guy for you know wanting to make <laughs> make as much money for himself and his family while he can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Cocaine Bear that looks pretty interesting. Yeah. It looks it looks so absurd. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, true, based on a true story. Uh, very, very loosely. <laughs> like, like, yeah, the yeah, the bear yeah. in true the true story is the bear ate cocaine and died. <laughs> yeah, and. I hate to say, it, probably died in a great deal of pain and fear. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, fear of course, because we wouldn't know what was going on. Oh, right, what about Oppenheimer? Oh yes, that's for me. <laughs> From my man Christopher Nolan, uh, a drama about the architect of the uh, the atomic bomb, the nuclear bomb. So, Didn't he create uh, an actual like? real life re- reaction like an actual bomb explosion he didn't use any cgi he actually created an atomic bomb and filmed it or something from what i understand yeah our man mr nolan is very keen on keeping it real so to speak uh what else have they got coming up there's john wick 4 or john wick 4 yeah hmm. didn't know there was one coming out but I, I do love me some john wick john wick 3 was just very it felt very almost like the john wick's it's almost like it knew what it was by this point. It's like you just here yeah. to see people die in cool ways. I'm like, yeah, you, you're right. Um, From what but, I understand, um, 
the next Mission Impossible will be coming out. There's oh. the final Mission Impossible movie has two chapters, Dead Reckonings Part 1 and 2, and I think Dead Reckoning is coming out next year. So that's one I'm keen to see. Evil Dead Rise. Wow, who's in that? Evil Dead Rise, yeah. Apparently it's a new Evil Dead movie set in a high-rise. Oh, right, Los Angeles apartment building. That sounds interesting. I've heard good things. Um, oh, Oh, Creed 3, mate. You'd be all about that. Creed 3. I was just about to say Creed 3. (laughs) (laughs) That looks dope. The trailer looks fantastic. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, who plays Creed, is behind the camera on this one for the first time. A great actor named Jonathan Majors is playing his childhood friend who has been in prison for years, comes out. He's like, yeah, I kept myself in in shape while I was in prison. You look at him like, you fucking did, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) And it looks like they're going to be facing off in the ring. I'm like, oh. Cool storyline, big buff dudes beating the hell out of each other. Yep, all in. Give it to me. They, they say they say in wrestling, meat slapping meat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Team Wolf, a reboot of Team Wolf, is it? Yeah, one I'm really looking forward to is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. It's the yeah, Miles Morales, the animate, right? yeah, yeah, the animated ones. And they, the first one was so well made and so imaginative and. Uh, so energetic, yeah. I was, I was like, man, give me more of these. Yeah. And they're giving us more of these. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when it's coming out, but it is coming out in 2023. The Barbie film. I'm just not sure how they're going to do that one. Barbie is what, I was, is what I was about to say next, actually. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, I do trust Greta Gerwig, who's behind the camera on this. Uh, she made uh, a fantastic adaptation of Little Women a few years ago that I really, really, really loved. I think she's imaginative and I think she's smart, so I think she will come up with something. Margot Robbie is also someone you can trust. I think she lends her name to interesting material. I think the last time I I may have thought, oh, I don't know how they're going to do with this, was the Lego movie. And mm. I was really happily surprised by the Lego movie. So I'll hopefully be very happily surprised by Barbie. Yeah. A similar vibe and for Ryan me Gosling was, is Ken. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a similar vibe for me was the, um, the Chippendale movie that came out. I was it late last oh, year, yeah. early this year. I had, Rescue Rangers. I had zero expectations for that. Did you watch it? No, and I keep everyone keeps oh, saying it's really, really watch good. Watch it. It's so fun. Like I'll, you watch this, and you're like, I would watch ten of these. It's just <laughs> the way they incorporate all the different variations on animation into the one film, and I'm not sure how they got the the, the rights to include some of the characters they did, but they pulled it off, and I'm, I thought it was fantastic. But yeah, so it looks like there actually are a lot of good movies coming out this year or next year. Yeah, something to look forward to in 2023. I'll tell you what else is worth looking forward to in 2023 huge slate of programming from uh, your friends at the four finger discount network yeah yeah continuing on with our talking seinfeld going down to south park as well as the one about friends plus if you are a patron of the show you get access to our futurama podcast and we have entered season two our recently reviewed christmas story so if you want to hear a review of that you can find that on our patreon channel but thank you so much guys for listening to this Christmas special, hope you had a good time. Basically, these shows are just a chance to sit back, listen to Guy and Dando just waffle on about whatever, about what we did over Christmas <laughs> and just something to have on in the background as you sort of... Because the period between like Christmas and New Year's, it's one of those weird periods where it's just like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, I don't want to start something now because it's just like you're just waiting for the year to end now, don't you think? Like, it's yeah. a weird transitional period. You're like, okay, Christmas is done. Now we've got to wait like five days and then we can kick off the new year. It's like... Except the new year doesn't even really kick off until the second week of the new year. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got your... I know I'm not sort of going back to work until the 9th of January, although we'll be recording before then, won't we, Dan? Yes, we will be, yeah. 
<laughs> Even though I got on the on the message to Tando last night, said, "Can we start again like on the ninth? I'd really like to take the first year of the week off." No, nope. oh, well, I was just like, "Oh, we really can't because we've already taken three and a half weeks off." That's <laughs> true. We can't go over a month without doing a show. It's just um, yeah, it's too hard. But anyway, but yeah, I hope you guys appreciate all the hard work that guy has been putting in on the Four Finger Discount Network. The network would not be here without you, sir, so we do appreciate it. I'm just seeing one more film here that I'm excited for next year, and that's The Expendables 4. I was always, always oh a big God. fan of The Expendables. I thought they were just so ridiculous that I loved them. <laughs> but you know what's better than The Expendables? <laughs> what's the one that had Stone Cold Steve Austin in it? Oh, was it The Condemned? Yes, I fucking love that movie. I thought it was awesome. It's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They should make more Where- Condemned movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've made at least one sequel. Okay. But... Uh- yeah, that's the one where they dump them all in the... In the um, all the prisoners or whatever, yeah. In the rainforest, yeah. And it's like, you've got to kill each other and the last man standing lives. Look, yeah, yeah it's pretty neat. <laughs> Give me more of that. <laughs> all right, guys, don't forget to um to follow us on all the socials. You know the deal. Four Finger Pod on Twitter, Four Finger Discount on Instagram, and on Facebook. And if you do want to... Uh, if you don't want to subscribe to Patreon, that's perfectly acceptable. But if you want to chuck us a Christmas gift via a donation, you can chuck it via PayPal at uh, fourfingerdiscount at outlook.com. All our donations via PayPal will also get a shout-out on the podcast on the next episode. So we're going to be starting off next week again with Four Finger Discount. We have some really exciting guests coming up in the new year as well. I like the way we've sort of changed the Four Finger Discount dynamic where we you know, we start we, we keep doing Season 16, we keep doing those episodes, but we also go back and revisit the Golden Era with a guest of ours. And who have we had so far? We've had Charlie Clawson. Come on. Uh, I don't believe that one's coming out in the free feed yet, though. So you can listen out for that one next week, guys. Charlie Clawson reviewing The Last Temptation of Homer, which was a lot of fun. You might know Charlie from the, uh, the Will Anderson podcast, Will Officey. Uh, was he on Will Officey? I believe so, yes. Yeah. But on yeah. the TOEFOP. TOEFOP network, uh, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we also had a radio mic and... Uh, we, uh, Bill Oakley came on but we have some really really exciting guests coming up in the new future so make sure you continue to listen to the show and do not miss out on those but this has been the 2022 Four Finger Discount Christmas special hope you all had a fantastic Christmas day and hope you all have a fantastic and happy new year this is Dan signing off Mr Davis any final words for those amazing listeners out there God bless us everyone Shh.